consistency is the key, right? Yeah. There are certain players that you can count on, and I would put Russell Wilson at the very, very high end of that list. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Labor Day edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brand. Hope you guys are having a great holiday. This is a special podcast for you. I'll get to that in a minute. We're presented, as always, by DraftKings. Our producer is Brian Neal, our musical producer. You hear the music under us, Sam Brandt. What a special podcast today. The recently completed, almost hours ago, uh, contract for Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Five-year extension, seven years total. One of the biggest deals in the history of the sport for one of the biggest players in the history of the sport is done. And the person who negotiated, who's been representing Russell Wilson all these years as a baseball agent, only one football client named Russell Wilson, has joined the podcast. We got Mark Rogers on, and Mark is going to take us inside as he leaves Denver on in the airport talking about the negotiation. He gives us great insights into what went on with Russell and the Broncos, how the trade, I'm sorry, the contract negotiation started way back at the owners meetings and finished up on the eve of September 1st, which was the deadline. So we're going to get to that in one second. We're going to talk to Mark Rogers about the negotiation of Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. First, I want to give you a word from one of my favorite products, and that's AG1. Athletic Greens is something I take every morning. I just scoop a cup into my water, and I just drink it. I started taking it because I didn't want to have all these supplements. I wanted better gut health. I wanted more energy. I want to optimize my immune system. I eat healthy, as you know, and I really try to be abstemious in what I eat, but sometimes I don't get all my greens, so I can just get them right there. Vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, it's all in there, and I do it every day. Early in the morning, I get better sleep quality. I get better mental clarity. It's cheaper than all these other supplements, and it's climate neutral and certified. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash BOS. That's business of sports. Athleticgreens.com slash BOS. Take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance, AG1. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now let's get to Mark Rogers, agent for Russell Wilson on the just-completed seven-year contract between Wilson and the Broncos. Mark, you've been busy. You're joining us now from the Denver airport. <laughs> Tell us <laughs> you're getting out. How long you've been there? Uh, and give us a little bit of sequence and how this happened with Russ's deal. Well, you know, first of all, I, I appreciate being on, Andrew, yeah. uh, very, very much, as always. Um, I um, uh, got here early Monday morning. I uh, got, actually got a call from Russell late Sunday night and made the decision to get get on an airplane early Monday morning, get out here. And, you know, you, you, you've been in these rooms many, many times. And uh, I really like doing it face-to-face. I think it's it, it's certainly more impactful. Right. And, uh, and, getting, and, and especially dealing with, um, you know, in my situation, dealing with a, a new group, um, not only a new group of owners, but a, a general manager and a negotiator I had never dealt with before. 
So I felt it would be good to be in the room with them and also obviously be present with Russell and his family at the same time when he was making a you know, life-changing uh, decision uh, about his, uh, his finances. And so, uh, so I got to here Monday morning and, you know, every day was, uh, every day was spent, um, you know, uh, around meeting with the, with the uh, Broncos at their facility. And, and, you know, some days the meetings were longer than others. And uh, a lot of days, you know, Andrew, I just, Russell has a, an office at the complex and I would just literally, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd pony up in the, uh, in the office and, and set up my laptop and do my work and, 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 you know, get occasional text, and we'd go in and meet with the Broncos, or I would, and, and it was good. It was effective, I think. Obviously, we got to the finish line, thank goodness. But, um, but anyway, so it was, uh, it was a fascinating, interesting uh, process. It, you asked when it began. It really began at the, uh, at the annual meeting down in uh, Palm Beach when, uh-huh. obviously, everybody in the NFL is there, and that, that's when we first started talking, uh, you know, about the opportunity the, the, uh, to do an extension. And, uh, and then it kind of grew from there over time. Let's back up a little bit. I want to get to the deal in a minute. But when we talk about Russ, you know, you are known in kind of the agent world. And I don't know if you take offense to this or maybe pride in it that you're a baseball guy. And, yeah. uh, and jumping into football for a couple of clients, obviously most, most well-known is Russ. Uh, wh- where do you see yourself in the sort of pantheon of agents jumping into football? Because I see, you know, baseball are used to a different kind of deals and primarily full guarantees and different kind of structures. How has that translated for you in negotiating contracts, especially for Russell? Oh, you know what? I, I, I appreciate, you know, the description and it doesn't, I, I do take it as a source of pride. You know, people sometimes forget I've represented Russell first as a baseball player. He right. hired me to represent him in baseball and, uh, you know, certainly went through that process. And then as, as time went on and he evolved and it looked like he was going to be in the NFL, you know, I transitioned. I had been in, in the I had been certified in the NFL, uh, NFL PA years and years and years ago. Um, and I'd let my certification lapse because I made the decision to focus entirely on baseball. So it wasn't completely new to me. Um, clearly, the, the, you know, doing a deal is doing a deal. You know, what, whether you're negotiating for a new roof on your house. Or, or, or you're, you're negotiating with the, uh, the Denver Broncos are the biggest contract in their history. Um, you know, there's still certain, certain tenants that are going to, are going to be in play. And, uh, you know, it's all about, as you know, uh, as good or better than anybody, it's, it's all about the preparation. And, and once you're prepared, you know, you can, you can sit down and do it. Clearly, the, the one huge difference is, you know, football lives in a capped society and they, there's limitations on how much they can spend. In baseball, there really is no limitation, although there's a, a tax, a luxury tax. It's mm-hmm. not it, it, it's it certainly hasn't prevented the Dodgers and the Mets from spending, you know, a large on, on players. But, you know, so that's a, that's, a, that's the difficulty. And, you know, I, 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 I did it again, Andrew. I brought up the idea of, of linking Russell's contract to a percentage of the cap. And I still think it's a fascinating idea that really does help teams plan ahead, knowing they were going right. to use a certain percentage. But, you know, it, 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 as you know. It's, it's a very, very tight business circle, the NFL, and uh, they are reluctant to change. And uh, so uh, th- that's not going to happen. It didn't happen on this deal. It, it may happen eventually. But um, anyway, but uh, yeah, it's it's but it's it, it, listen, it's, it's fun. Um, I, lo- I love diving, d- diving into football. And again, I, it may be a long time before I negotiate another NFL contract. because It's a five year extension. So but uh, but it was fast, fascinating, nevertheless. 
When you bring up the idea of percentage of cap, we've heard that a lot. You know, we've heard it. Maybe it was going to be in Aaron's deal. Maybe it was going to be in Mahomes' deal. Maybe it was going to be in Russell's deal back with Seattle. Maybe it was going to be in Russell's deal that he just did. What, what is the response? You kind of hinted at it. Are basically teams saying we can't do that because we set a precedent and everyone will get mad at us? Is that kind of answer? I, I mean, well, they don't quite say it like that. That sounds collu- like collusion to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they're pretty careful on the words they choose. I think it's just it's it's the newness of it. I, I, what, what they can't get their head around is, you know, they, they talk about being able to plan and scheme using the cap and the, the, what, where their needs are going to be. And, and I've always thought it would be it would be effective because if you can plan on, for example, that like say the quarterback salary is going to be hypothetically 15 percent of the cap every year. Uh, you know, the, the, is a quarterback, is a player, it wouldn't have to necessarily be a quarterback, it could be Aaron Donald, I don't know, would, 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 is he taking a risk? A little bit of a risk. He's not locking in the dollars. And does the cap go down? Well, you know, when COVID came around, it, it you know, it yeah. went down. Um, and, and, you know, we all believe, I think, you know, as optimists, that the cap's going to go up dramatically here in the next several years, um, certainly well beyond where it's at as we continue to see billion dollar deals with companies like Amazon coming into the fray and, you know, everything that's going on in gambling and that, that entire culture. Right. Um, you know, and, and there's, and, and again, Andrew, there are, there are things we, we haven't even been invented yet that are going to impact the cap. Right. And as those things happen, the cap's going to go up. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it is not unlike, you know, I, I, I still think the NBA model is the best model, right? Because they, they get to protect their assets, their primary assets, their best players, with exceptions to the salary cap, those ex- contracts are exorbitant. Obviously, their cap number really has gone up dramatically over the, the last few years. And uh, I've always believed, again, looking at the NFL, there's a couple things that I, I would I would love to see changed. I think there should be one, <laughs> of course, mission in my in my best interest. There should be one exception to the salary cap, and the club would designate who yeah. that player was, and he would be outside that. And uh, and probably in most cases it would be your franchise quarterback or your your special player like an Aaron Donald, um, and and I think that that certainly would be effective. And the other thing is the the whole idea that funding is the limitation why clubs can't do guaranteed contracts. You know the funding system is really kind of it, it really the, the usefulness of it and the purpose has really been exhausted a long time ago. Yeah, um, I don't think that there's too many there's any clubs um, on, on the brink of bankruptcy as there was back in the day when the league put in that system where you had to fund guaranteed contracts. Um, and there's some things like that, but they are, as you know, uh, reluctant to change because they, let's be honest, uh, the owners are, are, are quite wealthy already. And they continue to, as we saw with the sale of the Broncos, that the asset value of a franchise just is going through the roof. And uh, so they're all, not, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think the difference you've dealt with so much between baseball and football and basketball and football is the, idea of proration and the cap being manipulated in terms of accounting with these big bonuses that you prorate out and keep the first year cap number low, you know, from a team point of view, that's where I would argue against sort of cap certainty every year, because what teams are doing is, well, we just need space now. Now we'll worry about later. If teams were smart enough to really load cap in year one to allow for flexibility later, I think that would be a better system. You know, I always believed in managing the cap for the Packers. I'd rather do pay as you go and have the cash and cap match up as much as possible. If you have the cap room, now you got to get to a point where you have it. But 
You know, the one thing that you mentioned, the future funding issue and how antiquated that rule is, you've now dealt with on Russell, maybe the two richest owners in the league uh, with the Allen family and now the Walton family. I mean, have they actually brought that up when they're worth 40, 50, 60 billion dollars? The idea of we can't put 150 or 200 million in escrow. Has that actually come up? Well, I, again, I, I, I never dealt, I never heard that directly from Paul Allen or, or his sister, Jody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never heard, heard it from, and they didn't deal directly with the Waltons and the Penners. Uh, but certainly the people who represent them in those negotiations made it very clear that funding was uh, limited their ability um, to, to guarantee fully, you know, fully guarantee contracts. Um, and, and that was certainly an impediment to it. Um, it came up in this in this in this negotiation. I heard it several times. Really? Uh, you know, why can't we do it? Yeah. You know, it's, we structured a contract that in, in, in all in, for all intents and purposes has so much dead money over the years. If, if they were to cut him, he's not getting right. cut. And one of the things that the Broncos kept saying to me was, you know, it's 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 a virtual lock. It's it's a certainty. It's certain. You know, it's 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 absolutely it's although it's not we don't call it a guarantee. It's guaranteed. And I, of course, my response would be, well, you just made my best argument for me. And just go ahead and guarantee it. Right. Yeah. And 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 again, the, 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 the response was the same. You know, it's you know, it, it, it you know, because of the funding and, and and then also, you know, listen, they are they're all cognizant of of having the market jump up. Um, and, you know, and l- let's be honest right now, the elephant in every room on every negotiation for a quarterback is going to be Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you talk about it, you discuss it. Um, I think we were in a very different situation than Deshaun. Um, and, and partly because we, we worked so hard, you know, it was um, a difficult process to make the transition um, to get, to, to make the decision to get out of Seattle and to go to Denver and then choose the Denver Broncos. Russell absolutely wanted to be there. And then, you know, Andrew, Russell's 33 years old. Um, and when the guarantee in this contract got to the point where it got it, 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 I would be hard pressed to look at Russell and say, hey, don't take don't don't take that guaranteed money at 33 years old. Let's roll the dice, play this season and see what happens. Um, I, I think that would have been very, very difficult. Um, and really, at the end of the day, it was Russell's decision. But right. I think that he I, honestly, I think he made the right decision at this point in his career. And you know what? And I know people talk about it and they all and they they roll their eyes when, when we say this. But. I do think there was some sense that, you know, he did risk, you know, he, he, he risked a lot by leaving Seattle in a sense of a legacy and right. how established he was in that community. And he, he came, he came to Denver to win championships. He really did. And one of the, one of the priorities he had was not to hamstring the club so much um, that they couldn't, if they needed to add a piece, um, you know, an important piece to complete the puzzle here uh, that they could do it and they could afford it financially. Because again, Part of the, the fallout of this is they lose two first round picks, two second round picks, a fifth and three guys who started for them. So how do you replace those guys? Especially you don't get those draft choices back. So they may have to dip into the free agent market or the trade market to fill some needs where they w- might ordinarily have done that in the draft. So there was a little bit of that in play. Um, I'm, not, I'm not complaining about the amount of money he got. They, the Broncos certainly took care of him. But I do think there is some flexibility in the cap that's going to allow them uh, to maybe maneuver through the marketplace, um, whether it's later this season or next off season, and do the things they need to do to continue to improve. Yeah, you mentioned it, Mark, and I was going to bring it up, and I was going to use the exact words you mentioned, the elephant in the room. 
the Deshaun Watson deal is obviously, I thought, would have some real ripple effects and maybe maybe start a new wave of more NF- MLB, NBA-type full guarantee contracts. And I'm sure you brought that up. <laughs> I'm sure you talked about it from your background. Uh, it seems like the owners are, again, I'm not going to accuse collusion, but are just behind this word outlier or aberration when talking about the Watson contract. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just outlier saying... Outlier is the word I heard. Yeah. yeah. And, and basically saying, no, you know, we're not going to do that. And we saw it with Kyler Murray. We saw it with Derek Carr. And now Russell Wilson, as you said, a different situation with 33 years old. But is that where you're hearing? Just that it's almost a back slam of Jimmy Haslam. Yeah, I, I mean, I heard the word outlier uh, from the general manager and the negotiator. So from, from George and, and Rich. And uh, and I heard it a lot. And, I, and I, it, it's crept in other conversations. People have used that word. I've heard, of, I've heard people interviewed you know, on television and so forth. Reporters have brought it up. That, that's, the, that's the buzzword. It's an outlier. And, and you know, is it an outlier? It, it, no, it's real. It's, it's, it exists. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an extraordinary precedent. Um, Andrew, I, I, again, you know, if, if I'm the commissioner for a day, one of the things I think I would try to convince the owners of is, hey, let's it, it, really the problem with an, a guarantee is not you worry about the player, maybe like Russell Wilson's always going to be able to throw a football, Lord willing, right? Unless something really terrible happened to him. And, and so I don't think you worry so much about the skill guarantee, but let's be honest, everybody in the back of their mind has, has the, you know, career ending injury in, in, you know, that you've got to, you've got to consider that. It's certainly a thought. And, you know, we all, every time you think of career ending injury, you think of, I always think of Joe Theismann and, and, right. and what happened to him. And, and was that that's that, real. Yeah. That really happened on a football game. Yeah. I, I, you know, I did Lawrence Taylor, I mean, it's, that whole play, it's crazy, but um, it's crazy, sad for Joe, but, um, so you, you have to be cognizant of that. And I always thought, you know, the problem with, as you know, with guarantees, if, if a player, you know, the, the cap hit that a club would take if a player did indeed have a large injury guarantee, got injured, couldn't play anymore, that money's going to count, as you know. Um, I think there probably has to be some exceptions to that, way to, whether it's a discount or something along those lines, um, and, and to be able to take care of it. I, I know they... They don't require it, but they certainly highly recommend that, that the owners get insurance policies on those things. Right. And I think maybe the incentive to do that is to give them a discount back on the cap. Um, because really, do you want to penalize a team for, for, for paying the player the market rate and then the player gets hurt? And now, they're, they're, again, they're going to be handcuffed on the cap for a while because of that yeah. injury. Uh, it's, 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 it's a challenge. It's, it's, listen, it's not a perfect system. I understand it. Um, I understand why. Uh, they're reluctant to do guarantees, but um, you know, you know, yeah, I hate to say it like this, but it's, it's, it, I think you'll understand the intent. There are certain players in the league that are guaranteed. You're guaranteed yeah. what you're going to get from them. Consistency is the key, right? Yeah. There are certain players that you can count on, and and you, I'll just leave it at that. And I would put Russell Wilson at the very, very high end of that list. And uh, I mean, he's he's as sure a thing as there has been in the National Football League, and the fact that he's won more games than any other quarterback in his first 10 years in the league speaks to that. Nine Pro Bowls, it speaks to that. You can count on him. So, yeah. uh, again, did this, did this deal change the system? No. Uh, did we attempt to, to, to forge new ground? Yes. But at the end of the day, you know, you talk about, you know, we, we did a very traditional deal with, with some deferrals and, 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 and roster bonuses and, and option bonuses and so forth to allow them to prorate some money through it. 
but uh, you know, other than that, it's 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 a from a, from a structure standpoint, fairly standard deal. We'll get back to Mark and story of the Broncos in a second. But speaking of the Broncos, Symbol Sports Exchange is revolutionizing the world of fan engagement by making sports fandom profitable. You can buy in on teams like the Broncos. Symbol is the stock market for sports. It lets you trade pro and college teams like stocks, even earn cash dividend payouts when your teams win. Pro Football Focus has called them the perfect blend of sports and the stock market, offering a new brand, way, brand new way to invest in your favorite teams and profit off their success. I've jumped in. I haven't done the Broncos, but now that Russell Wilson is happy and signed, maybe I will. I've done some money on the Philadelphia Eagles and, of course, you know me, the Green Bay Packers. It takes the thrill of sports betting, combines it with the profitability of the stock market, give you a platform where fortune favors the fan. So download the Symbol mobile app for iOS, searching S-I-M-B-U-L-L, S-I-M-B-U-L-L in the App Store. Use promo code BUSINESS, all caps, BUSINESS, to receive a free team stock valued up to $150 upon sign-up. That's code BUSINESS, all caps, Claim your free stock on the Symbol app. Now back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the agent for Russell Wilson talking about the new deal for him, Mark Rogers. Take us inside as much as you care to share about sort of the comps. And, you know, we just had a deal with Kyler Murray. You know, there was Aaron Rodgers. There were some other deals. I mean, sort of where do you look at a deal like this and where are they coming in? And how are you comparing? Are you looking at first year money, three year money? Are you looking at guarantees? Are you looking at you know numbers like Watson got besides the guarantee? I know the five extension years you you sort of beat Watson, uh, but you have the two existing years. So when you're sort of structuring a deal like this and looking at the marketplace, what are your key markers? Well, you know what everything you just mentioned is certainly is part of your research, right? Again, you you you're you're, you're wise because you've been on both sides of the table yeah. in this process. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you, all, all of those things played into it. Uh, Russell was one of the one of his goals was to get a contract that would take him to 40 years old. Um, and so that's how we kind of came up with a five year extension. Our first counter proposal to them was a five year extension. Um, and we kind of stayed in that realm. Uh, they were comfortable with that. Uh, you and I both know that. Is he going to is he going to have the same contract for the next seven years? Eh, probably not. There'll be some adjustments. There may be some restructures. There may be an, another extension down the road. Um, we know how that goes. Uh, but you know what, Andrew, and, and again, I'm, and now I'm going to sound like an agent. I'm going to sound like a lawyer negotiating. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, one of one of my one of my principal arguments in the negotiation was, well, looking at all those other quarterbacks were 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 were, were instructive to some sense. I thought that Russell was a, really in a in a on an island of one. I, I think he was the, the only comparable to Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. And and and. I, I think that the early success in his career, all those things on the field, yes. But think about what the Denver Broncos did to get him. I told George, George Payton, you know, I said, George, you established the price right. by what you paid for this guy. If you could have sold two first and two second round draft choices in the open market, 
you know, if you were held an auction, how much money would those have been worth? That right. has some value. You gave up three starters and a fifth round pick on top of that. You know, you established the value. And what's unique about this is you have a player that I, I would argue is still in the prime of his career. Um, and you're bam- and you're able to fix your team by making that dramatic trade. I mean, how many times in the history of the league has a quarterback in his prime been traded? I mean, you know, we, we know guys have been traded. I, I mean, the, the only one I can really come up with is Joe Montana still had a lot of football yeah. tread on his tires um, when he got traded to Kansas City. And, and um, you know, obviously because of Steve Young being there. And, uh, you know, Brett Barb still had, you know, certainly played at a high level. Yeah. But it's rare in this game. It's rare in this business that that happens. And so I kind of put him, you know, I can't, I, I wasn't going to offend my, my, my clients by beginning to compare him to quarterbacks on first extensions, right? The young, young guns quarterbacks yeah. on their first extension. We were doing our third extension. It's a little bit of a different circumstance. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, Aaron Rodgers' situation, you know it well. Aaron Rodgers is, is, you talk about an outlier. That deal, that was an outlier. That, that, yeah. That's, you know, incredibly instructive for a player that I don't know. The, I, don't, I didn't talk to David about it, David Dunn, about why he did what he did. I suspect, you know, Aaron had a pretty strong feeling about what he wanted. And, and he got it and he's happy about it. Um, but that deal, you look at that deal and, you know, it's, it's, the argument, is it a one-year deal? Is it a two-year deal? Is it a, is it a three-year deal? It's certainly not a five-year deal. There's two dummy years on there to r- r- roll some money out. But um, I don't know what it is. I, 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 don't, I think Aaron Rodgers and David Dunn know what it is. Yeah. And everybody else will be guessing for a while. Um, and, you know, the Mahomes deal that Lee did was, was – hmm? I think it's a one-year deal. I'm sorry? I think Aaron did a one-year deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're probably right. And that's what, the, that's what the Broncos and I kind of, kind of surmised. But, you know, Mahomes' deal was really, really long for yeah. a brilliant young player. Um, you know, Lee did. That's the deal that Lee wanted to do. Lee, Lee has a fascinating mind when it comes to negotiating. And, uh, and he got that he kind of the kind of deal you'd expect to be Steinberg to get for a young quarterback like that. Um, so, you know, who, who, who is he comparable to? Stafford? Well, Stafford's made over $100 million more in his career. And, you know, people forget Matt Stafford came to Los Angeles with a losing record and having really a, a paltry you know, playoff uh, history because of where he was and what he was doing. And, and so was he really a comparable? Did he single-handedly win the Super Bowl for the Rams? Oh, he's had a big, big hand in it. But, you know, he's coming off of that, and I thought got rewarded well. Um, but I didn't think that Russell and Stafford were comps. Um, and so, I, you know, you got to be really careful because you go down that road, you start trying to comp guys out, you start getting slotted. <clears throat> and when you get slotted, you know, you're, 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 you're stuck. There's a ceiling and there's a floor, and you get put in that, that, that matrix and – and so we, we really avoid being slotted. So I try to stay away from that as much as I could. <clears throat> we talked about the, the cash flow where I look at deals and I look at one year, two year, three year cash flow. It's very strong. And I'm, I'm not just saying this because you're on here. It's like the 50 bonus, the, the five you already got the, from the roster bonus in March, the two million salary and then 20 million in March coming at 77 million in eight months. That's pretty strong. Uh, that's yeah, no, I think intent, in, yeah, yeah, and, and intentionally I, I, strong. I, I you gotta yeah. feel good about that. And then the 124 over three, you know, I was looking at Murray at 105, I was looking at Carr at 100, I was looking at Josh Allen at 95, and Mahomes way under that. The only one above it, of course, are a couple. Well, did Dak Prescott at 126 over three, a short deal, 
And then, of course, the Watson deal that everyone screams outlier. But yeah, that that cash flow right. at one twenty four over right. three is strong. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was, and again, was that was I think at some point part of a compromise on their part. Uh, we pushed hard for that. Um, you know, the, the, the certainty of that in three years, and then and then Andrew, the the fourth year contract um, becomes guaranteed on the fifth day of the 24 season. So that would be the 25 year base salary. Yeah. Yeah. It gets, um, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's really, you know, that's $161 million that that's as, as certain as you can possibly imagine. Of course, his, his, um, his injury guarantees 165, uh, with the chance to get up to 205 basing on, based on another, uh, vesting, uh, uh, vesting mechanism in the contract, uh, for the year, for the 26 season. Um, so I, I'm, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's, it, there's a lot of comfort in all of that. Um, that certainly was the goal. Yeah. We're with Mark Rogers, the agent for Russell Wilson on the heels of this massive deal extension, seven year deal. Now, final couple of questions before I let you go, the dealing with these new ownership. And I know you didn't deal directly with Rob Walton, who just bought the team for $4.6 billion, which of course was raised by the acquisition of Russell Wilson, the, the value of the franchise. Um, how was that? And and you're dealing with, I know they have existing management, it's been around the NFL, but new ownership. And, and, and yeah, it, yeah. how was that? And the Walton family. You know what, I, I, it was, I, I did meet them uh, briefly uh, when, it, during camp. I was there with, when they were introduced and, and got to meet them and, um, you know what? It, it, I think, first of all, even though they were new and they had never owned a sports franchise, you certainly don't would never underestimate uh, the Waltons or the Penners. Um, brilliant people. So if you if you know if you read about them, and especially uh, Greg Penner, who is running the club, um, is you 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 read about them in the history and their success and all of the things they've done. You you would never underestimate them just because they quote never owned a sports franchise. Um, but but. You know, I know that for Rich Hurtado, who negotiated the contract, and for George Payton, I know that there was a lot of um, instruction and education going on. Because let's be honest, you know, th th this this business of owning an NFL team is unlike I think anything. I, I you talk about finding a comparable. Give me a comparable on that one. Really, really complicated, right? And and I and I think part of it was just that learning curve. And you know, there there was no real delay because of it. But I, I was I was sensitive to the fact that getting a response from them would probably take a little bit longer every time because it was a matter of, OK, what does this mean? You know, what is what is you know, it's, you know, understanding the funding requirement, understanding deferments, understanding payouts, understanding option bonuses, understanding vesting options and so forth. And really, what does that mean? How does that impact our football team? And um, and I'm sure, <laughs> you know, I, and I don't want to assume this. But I would, if I was a betting man, I'd put a couple of shekels on the fact that they were probably getting some calls from other NFL owners who were very interested in this contract. Yeah. Um, not, I, I suspect that certain people in Cincinnati and, and the Los Angeles Chargers yeah. probably kept an eye on this one. Um, and that's fine. But um, fascinating. You know, Andrew, think about, think about uh, you know, you, you, you wake up one morning and, and, and now you're, you're, looking, you're, looking at the, you know, you're looking at the landscape and now the, the, the family that started Walmart now owns the team and you know it's a fascinating dynamic you know it's intriguing um so it was cool i i i uh 
I, 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 I enjoyed the idea that you have these highly successful people, highly motivated, brilliant people uh, running this franchise, because I think long term, um, you know, they're capitalists and, and they're going to do what they can to continue to increase the value of a franchise. And the best way to do that, I think, uh, obviously, there's a lot of ways to raise value, but winning certainly helps. I think they're going to be motivated to win. Don't, don't suspect they've lost too many things in their day. <laughs> and you guys put, I read, I, after the fact, I read, and, and you can comment on it, there was a September 1 deadline on the deal. I mean, I would assume you were fine if we went back. You have two years left on the deal. So where did, did you think this would happen? You know, you know my history. I, I, with, with Russell, we've always, we've always done an extension with one year left. Yeah. Um, never with two. And, you know, I, it's a really it's a really fascinating question. I was absolutely fine with it. I have a lot of confidence in Russell. He takes care of himself. He takes care of his body. Um, you know, he's only missed three games in his entire career, including all the playoff games. And, and that's pretty fat. You know, that's that's amazing. And I, there's no reason to believe that's going to change. So I was fine with it. But I think what 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 what, what played part of the decision making was. You know, he's 33 years old, right? And when, you, when you're faced with uh, $165 million of injury guarantee and a full guarantee for skill and capital, about 125, um, and you're 33 years old and, you're, and, you're, and you want to win and you want to do everything you can to win, I think probably your um, uh, expectations shift a little bit and your priorities shift a little bit. And, uh, you know, I couldn't, as much as, as, as much as I would have been comfortable walking out of there without a deal, um, I, 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 I left it up to Russell. You know, I gave him my, my two cents worth of advice, and then I left it up to him. And, you know, part of the equation was, you know, you are 33 years old, and, you're, and you, you, you deserve the right to do whatever you want to do. And, uh, and don't, you know, nobody's going to tell you what to do. And he, cho- he made the decision to accept the deal. We did it. At, we got it done at eleven thirty, which, and the, the deadline was midnight. Yeah. And uh, as you know, again, as you know, deadlines spur action. And so, right. I, I was very comfortable with the deadline. I didn't want it to creep into next week as he begins to prepare for his first game as a Denver Bronco. I'm gonna let you go, Mark. I just want a final question. We, as a public, see Russell Wilson in a very—he's uh, just extremely positive. He doesn't say anything controversial. He's just always go Hawks and now it'll be go Bronx. And uh, just one of the more positive and just upbeat people we've ever seen publicly. But you don't see a lot. You know, you don't see a lot of the depth of what I'm sure you see personally. So maybe take us inside Russell Wilson if you could. Well, you know what? I I could try. Fascinating, intriguing. I mean, a, a Renaissance man is interested in so many diverse activities, and he's he challenges himself intellectually. He's very, 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 very bright. I've never been around anybody at any, at, in, in, whether it's in sports or any other business or, or occupation, who can compartmentalize like he can. Um, I, I, I'm amazed at his ability to jump from one box to another box to another box. And, and, and make you feel like he's been living in that box his entire life. Mm. He's got a tremendous business mind, um, tremendously generous. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say to a fault because I've been, I've been, I've been the, the, uh, the beneficiary of some of that generosity and uh, just tremendously, you know, his faith drives him. Uh, he has an internal fire that a passion about his faith 
and he's not afraid to profess it, as you know. Um, it's real. It's, it's incredibly genuine. He's incredibly driven. Um, uh, yeah, this, you know, his, his ability to manage his time and really, I, 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 again, of all people I know, he, is, he, he doesn't waste time. There is no lingering. There's no, and, and he, so he gets a lot out of a day. Um, it's all planned. It's all orchestrated to really to the minute. Um, and uh, one of the fascinating things in my life is every morning when I wake up and I turn on, you know, the, the laptop, there it is, you know, his schedule for the day that I get mm. from, from, from them. And it's, I mean, it, and he, I'll know, I know I can tell you like right now exactly where he is and what he's doing. And, you know, ironically, he got on the jet last night, flew to New York and he was on CNBC Squawk Box this morning to talk about his new relationship with Carrier. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and I watched the interview It's fascinating. And I'm thinking, man, just, you know, 12 hours ago, you're in a press conference announcing the biggest deal in the history of the Denver Broncos. And now you're talking about air conditioning around the world. Uh, <laughs> real fascinating. Uh, but that's, that's compartmentalizing, right? It, and you know what? It's funny. They didn't even bring up the, the contract or anything on CNBC. Uh, but it was uh, it's fascinating. But just he's, you know, I, 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 you know what I love? I love that people think he's a square. You know, people yeah. say he's corny and he's a square and all that. And I, and I love when they do that because I think, I think he relishes being that guy. He's just kind of old school, uh, clean cut, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Um, and, and, he, and he does things the right way. And if, that, if, that's, if people want to criticize that, I, I, you know, I, that's sad to me because I think really a little bit more of, of being a square probably today in our, in our society probably would go a long, long way. So hopefully he leads by example on that as well. Yeah, and the last thing is I know, maybe even more than you do, how cutthroat the football agent industry is. And I would imagine he's heard from people, hey, why don't you get a football agent? This Rogers yeah, yeah. he's a baseball agent. Yeah, yeah. you were a baseball player, but now you're a football player. So you probably had to deal with that over the years too, I would think. You know, I, but yes, I'm sure that that happened. We don't talk about it, but I'll tell you what, that's part of being Russell Wilson, right? He, yeah. he, 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 he's different, right? He, he wanted to have, I think he loves the fact that I only represent one football player. I think he loves a, he loves the sport of baseball. We go to baseball games together. He always, you know, he, he still believes he could go play second base or shortstop for the New York Yankees today, uh, which I love about him because that's yeah. the optimism that he has. But you know what? I, yeah, I, I, I think, I think that part of his DNA is he loves the fact that I'm his only client. I yeah. think he likes that a lot. There's no divide. There's no, there's no conflicts of interest. There's no division of loyalty. It's all about it's all about Russell, and I and that's okay with me. It's uh, been a fascinating relationship, and uh, certainly rewarding in so many ways, and not just financially, but just you know, it, for me. And, and you know, listen, I'm 63 years old. I, I I'll do this hopefully for a long, long, long time. But what a fascinating turn in my career uh, to represent somebody like you know Russell, and uh, who has been so so not only fascinating but diverse in, in all that he does. Quite, 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 a, quite a challenge. Well, Mark, you've done a great job, and now you can sort of step away from football for a while and just enjoy it as a fan. But I really appreciate you and coming on and taking us inside this and taking us inside Russell Wilson. I always appreciate your comments and questions to me over the years. You've been a good friend as well as a great agent for Russ. Well, Andrew, I appreciate that. I, I you know, you are an advocate for our industry and, and our profession, and you know the. I know what you do at, at Villanova Law School and, and, and the students that you're producing. And, you know, you're, you're, you're clearly, you know, and, and I don't, I'm not saying this just because we're on this podcast. You're certainly one of the good guys. But what I love about you is you're always advancing the thinking and the thought 
behind what we're doing in the in the world of sports and law. And uh, that, I appreciate that a great deal. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys, really hope you enjoy that. That was really something that I hope this podcast gives you that no other does. Really an inside behind the curtain look at a major, major negotiation one of the biggest in history, probably a top three, four contract in the history of football by Mark Rogers with the Denver Broncos. Now, word from Harry's. Harry's is an easy and simple way to do your shaving needs every day. I use it every day. Well, not every day. Every day I shave. I don't shave every day. Gives you a high quality shave for a low price. It's convenient. It's flexible. You get it as much as you want. And now you can get Harry's starter set for just $3. You get a free travel size body wash. You get a five blade razor. You get a weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and travel cover. $16 value for just $3. We've got back to school. We've got wedding season. We've got holiday prep. Cut your shave as clean and comfortable as possible as you get into this important time of the year. I really have enjoyed using Harry's anytime I need a shave, it's always there. So no matter how many how many things are going on, how busy things get, stay fresh with Harry's. Get your Harry's starter kit today. You'll also get a free travel size body wash. Just go to harrys.com slash BOS, business of sports. That's harrys.com slash BOS, Harry's, the right way to shave. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Well, that'll do it, guys, for this week's special edition, this Labor Day edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt. I hope you enjoyed Mark Rogers. Follow my newsletter if you don't, andrew-brandt.com. My Sports Business League meets every day in terms of videos and once a week to get together. andrew-brandt.com slash SBL. Twitter, Andrew Brandt. Instagram, Andrew Brandt, too, where I'm doing reels every day now as well. And, of course... Give us a good rating on this podcast. If you can, we really appreciate that. Share with a friend, especially this special edition of an agent talking about Russell Wilson's contract. Have a great week. Hope you're enjoying the holiday and the start of the NFL season. I'll be back next week with another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Graham.